from the shadows of New York's Manhattan skyline to Arizona's Valley of the Sun resides a radio program the world over has been waiting for. Hosted by two men no one has ever heard of. It's a place where idiocracy runs free and rarely a point is made. Kieran. We're looking up something about something that doesn't exist and then we're reading a quote that this dude just made up and we're taking it as fact. Rocket. Yahoo Answers, the same place where people ask, I never had sex, can I get pregnant? <laughs> That's the same place. Together, these men will bring you laughter at any cost, even if that means sacrificing their own egos or well-being. So put your brains on standby. Sit back and relax. The boys have returned. Lunatic Radio starts now. Bang, let's start the fucking show, eh? With 10 seconds left, mm-hmm. um, Keenum just threw a um, an errant pass. An errant pass. Yeah. So now they're just checking out where the game clock is exactly at. If it's at 10 seconds or less. Right. Is that loud? <laughs> I don't know. Jesus I think Christ. I'm getting, I think I'm getting rid uh, of Keenum for the throw. Oh, he's thrown a good 30 yards. Oh, and it's caught. Oh. It's caught. Are you serious? I am dead serious. Right, I bet my phone's gonna blow up. Is that On the last play of the game? Is that the Vikings serious? won the game? Are you serious? You're not fucking. You with just me. ruined a perfectly good call by me with your <laughs> shitty audio production. Is that not just that? You're not just doing. I a am wacky. being dead serious. 
because I'm locked in a in a studio here. I'm sure I can I can get into the outside world and find out if they won or not. They mopped him and just went right down. Like he threw his helmet off. It was the last play of the game. Zero. I don't know what the Saints were thinking. All they had to do was prevent. They were on the Vikings' 35-yard line or so. Wow. Keenum got a 30-yard throw. Basically a Hail Mary attempt uh, for, for what it's worth. And Diggs, 14. I think that's Stefan Diggs. I uh, could be wrong, but uh, uh, he could also be common. I don't know. Right. Um, caught the ball. And, um, yeah, this the defender decided to go for the end. No, he actually completely missed him. He tried to hip check him. Yes, that is right, listeners. The uh, New Orleans Saints uh, defensive back or defensive uh, defenseman tried to uh, do a hockey play and hip check. Really? <laughs> the Vikings player completely missed him, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the Vikings won. Well, there you go. Wow. Congratulations to the uh, Minnesota Vikings. For uh, moving on to the uh, Philadelphia to play the Eagles, I guess. And that's what's happening. There you go. See, it would be cool if the Vikings made the Super Bowl because they'd be playing in their home stadium. That's what everyone's kind of wanting. It's kind of like beating the system or hacking the system to see Minnesota actually play at home in the Super Bowl. But it would probably be against the Patriots, and it would kind of be a, a really bad thing if the Vikings did make the Super Bowl and played the Patriots and got beat by 40 points. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I don't listen. I mean, considering today's outcome, that's not they got very lucky. I don't care how you I don't know what mm-hmm. I don't know what the Saints were thinking on this last play, but uh, for all intent and purposes to right. use that phrase correctly, the Saints should have won this game. It was just a silly I don't know. It was a it was just a poor defensive option choice at the end. Yeah, Dick scored it. Unbelievable. What a uh, what a weird way to end the uh, the game. Dick. The, the Vikings were on like their own forty yard line. That's amazing. I don't know. I I, I, I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. I watched the entire <laughs> game up until the last freaking play, and that's that was the last play. Fucking Christ. Kieran, Kieran spends one night in jail, and it's like, I don't have TV anymore. I don't go anywhere. I sit inside. Yeah. Society means nothing to me. I'm wearing my fedora. <laughs> yeah, really. You're like, you're I'm like a. I need like a cigar. Cuban. I need a cigar or something. I did like what you did before the show. Like that's that's old Kieran with the Federa, but Federa, but if oh, he yeah. puts it back a little bit, he looks like a 25 year old hipster. It's amazing <laughs> how yeah. quickly his age changes yeah, just by the angle of his hat. I don't. I don't care. Here, here's a. Uh, Here's the uh, so he, old grumpy man. Get off of my lawn, or I'm a detective, <laughs> or like I'm trying to get a scoop on the. Uh, on the uh, the murder mystery that happened <laughs> for the weekly gazette, <laughs> yeah, extra, extra. So you say you entered the property around what time? <laughs> and then there's the young Kieran, yeah, and just then, by a little angle of the cat. Angle, that, sure, I don't, I can't see it, Rock, but yeah, there, there it is. This is, is. this is me uh, walking around Williamsburg looking for a dick to suck. <laughs> Yeah. I oh, swear to God, you put up a, a beaten up acoustic guitar yeah. on you, you're, you're, you're it. You're like 25 years old. Yeah, I'm in the Lower East Side of Manhattan playing fucking coffee shops. <laughs> I'm a fucking poor man's John Mayer right now. 
Uh, Elvis Costello coming in. Thinking about the fault in our stars or some <laughs> shit like that. Your body is a wonderland. <laughs> mm. Wow, what a difference. A little, just an angle. Just the angle of a hat can do for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm like the lead singer to R.E.M. Well, AIDS. Look like I have AIDS wearing a hat. You wear a fedora this way with the with the top on the like the brim on the top of your head. You look like you look you look punchable, <laughs> punchable, not so punchable. Eh, yeah, I don't know. Fedora. You look like you uh, like you belong on the third stage of some shitty uh, festival. <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to like a fucking Coachella where the, where the headliner is like Erica Badu or something. <laughs> Uh, that's great that's amazing it's really it's actually kind of like a weird optical illusion i know only people who can see this well i guess a lot of people now just watching the youtube thing but yeah right. kieran keeps it straight he's you know the old private dick <laughs> and then he tilts it back just a little bit he literally looks i don't know in my opinion he looks a good 10 15 years younger just be, just by the angle of the hat the angle of the hat that's the that's the that's magic it. of a fedora <laughs> I like it. You, I like it. You can go from straight to gay just by the angle of the hat. <laughs> Here, look, see? Fucking detective on top of the head sucking cock in the Hamptons. <laughs> like, yeah, wearing my board shorts and showing off my old abs. That I don't have anymore, by the way. Right. Aw, where'd they go? Straight dad bod right now, and I'm not even a dad. What do you mean? I thought you were like all about the gym. I thought you were a gym rat. I go to the gym, but I'm like, I'm not fucking working out the core anymore. <laughs> I know, isn't that, isn't that boring to it's work the really core? It's really just boring. I don't need it. It's too much to upkeep. It really is. Yeah. I don't know. By the way, 718-690-9290 to uh, call into the radio program. Uh, a lot to do on today's radio program. Hey, real, right off the top, uh, happy birthday to Cool Teacher, and also she is done with her chemo, so oh. very happy for her. Yes. I want to give her a shout out, because cool. uh, clearly the uh, chemo didn't fix her brain and stop listening to this piece of shit of a show. <laughs> clearly, yeah. <laughs> She's still listening yeah. to us. Yeah, that chemo really made her a fan of our show. <laughs> really? Something, something in that chemo. I might, I want to thank the peoples of chemo. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, New no. advertisers of the program. Cool teachers, therapy. Cool teachers, a longtime listener of our show and uh, been around forever. And she had a battle with cancer. And uh, today's her last day at chemo. She kicked the fucking ever living shit. She curb stomped fucking cancer. She's like, put your mouth, cancer, on the goddamn curb. And she curb stomped that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. She beat cancer, which is great. Everybody give a round of applause. Hey. There you go. Yeah. I think I'm going to change my headphones because this is just not working out for me. It yeah, sounds yeah. it sounds terrible. I can't hear anything. But, what? Uh, it's, it's amazing what headphones can do to protection. Yeah. Uh, today, this week, is uh, it's an odd show because uh, uh, I, I spent my... Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. I got a caller calling. Oh, here's, oh, oh here we go. Here's Cool Teacher. Nice. Uh, oh. Cool teacher on the air. Welcome. Congratulations for beating cancer. Thank you. Yeah. You kicked the ever-living shit out of cancer. Uh, Well, I'm still trying, but uh, definitely uh, come uh, a long way. Yeah. How do you feel? What is it? Uh, Honestly, I feel like crap, but... (laughs) 
<laughs> That's because I just had treatment uh, yesterday on my birthday, but uh, I'll be feeling better uh, in a couple of days. So what what does the doc tell you? He's like, hey, it's the last day of chemo. You never have to gonna get chemo anymore. I don't know how how's it work. Um. Well, I had um. I knew going in that I had uh, twelve sessions, and I was actually supposed to be done last week, but um, I went in one time and I couldn't get treatment because my accounts were too low. Mm. So, um, I had to start giving myself a shot every week so to uh, boost my uh, immune system. And then after that, we didn't have a problem. So I'm done with chemo. I still have another treatment that I have to do once every three weeks till uh, October. But at least the chemo is done. So what's the I other? Slowly start getting back to myself. Cancer's a motherfucker. What's the other uh, treatment you have to get? Uh, the other treatment is for um, a protein that uh, grows in my body that can. Uh, uh, it's called being HER2 positive. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it something about the protein in my body that could bring the cancer back. So uh, I have to have uh, treatment for that, but right. but that's no big deal. <laughs> like, is that the kind of protein you're looking for? <laughs> no? Not the kind of protein you're talking about? I was looking for it. I couldn't find it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, like a protein transplant. <laughs> you know I mean, because I'm... I would be giving it to you instead of transplanting it to another. See, at first, in all in all fairness, Karen, I didn't think you were gonna go that way first. I thought you were gonna at least go the muscle milk route. Be like, oh, you can't just go to Seven Eleven and get the muscle milk. Yeah, right. Yeah. So to make these big appointments, why don't you just go get a muscle milk? I wish it was that easy. <laughs> of course. Well, I'm, I'm glad you, uh, yeah, cancer's weird, man. It's like, it's cr- chemo fucking literally, like, makes you a shell of a person, and then they have to do other treatments to, like, replenish your body, I guess. Huh? That's crazy. It's, yeah, it, chemo's no joke. Like, this whole process has just been insane. At my last appointment, it was so funny because I'd never had really a problem except for that one time that I couldn't get treatment. On Saturday, um, I need to get a blood test, a regular blood test done before I can get treatment so they can make sure that my levels are fine. And they couldn't get blood out of me on Saturday. Mm. What what do you mean? Why? It was the weirdest thing I have. Well, because I, um, my, uh, it's very hard to get blood for me from like my veins because my veins are very small. Um, I have a port put in. So I have a port in my chest. Uh, uh-oh. And that's how they access, you know, that's how I can get, like, I got the chemo and I'm getting my other treatment so they don't have to bruise me and, you know, uh, stick me yep. everywhere. So <laughs> I usually, go ahead, Karen. Sorry. I knew as soon as it was leaving my mouth. <laughs> I knew as soon as I was, oh, saying, man, I was like, oh, man, Got to just let it go. Just give material I'm, I'm all over the place. shaking with the inner dick jokes. <laughs> No. Well, I'm glad my Jared doesn't like anything better than that. a good inner dick. Sorry, sorry, cool team. You just like leaving these things there. I got to take care of them. So I had to do all these like weird, crazy things to stimulate the blood in my body. I don't know. It never happened before. It was very strange. Oh my gosh! Wow. So they actually they couldn't get blood. That's a crazy moment. It's like they couldn't get blood out of me to take a blood test. And yeah. I normally, sometimes, like, um, to get started early, you know, I'll have them, pre- uh, 
here we go. I had them prick my finger. You set him up, I knock him down. Part two, I yeah. just heard it myself. Mm. Um, uh, they pricked my finger three times and still could not get twice. That's they got crazy. nothing. And then the third time was just a little bit, not even enough to be tested. Wow. And have you so so have you been home this entire time, or like what's been your your you know lifestyle? How how has it changed? My lifestyle majorly. I haven't I haven't been to work. I haven't wow. been to work since September. Wow. I mean, that's got to be partially I'm a big part of the dream. A, it's like you're person. out of like your I'm normal your normal person lifestyle. And, you know, sit down and stuff, but this definitely has made me slow down because I haven't had a choice. And on top of everything, because I have the best luck in the world, um, I was I went to do something in my basement the other day, and I fell. Oh shit! And it turns out that I uh, fractured my elbow. Jeez, oh my god! And possibly fractured my wrist. So, yeah, it. <laughs> so now that my other treatment's coming up, that I can actually drive myself to, because chemo, you have to have somebody drive you because you know you, can, you get very tired. But right. I can't even drive myself now because oh, I have a I fractured that. elbow. Man, that's terrible. And and was it probably? I mean, would, would it have happened under any circumstances, or are you more fragile um, because it of might all the have, If chemo? you ask my husband, yes, because he says I'm a klutz. So, oh, okay. um, but uh, <laughs> but my I I am well. You know what though? I am tired. I'm definitely not myself, but. To be honest, I wouldn't have gone to my basement. My basement steps aren't exactly the safest, but I wouldn't have gone down there if I didn't think I could. I sure. know that I'm tired, and I like it takes a long time for me to get up and down, like even a short flight of stairs. But I was feeling fine, and then all of a yeah. sudden, one minute I was up, and the next I was down. And actually, I hadn't driven in like months, and that was the first time that I drove. I drove myself to like a walk-in. <laughs> one imagine. Luckily, because I drive with my right hand. So okay. I drove, and, of, and it was right before Christmas. I'd, I'd imagine the uh, yeah. chemotherapy kills the sex drive, huh? You know what? Not, nope. um, yes and no, but, like, I, well, my husband's been picking up so much of the slack around he, my the house. I mean, not yeah. that I really do much <laughs> to begin with, but he, he's been doing everything and working and stuff. I've actually been kind of in the mood, and he's the one that's kind of like, that he's the one that's like super tired. Oh yeah, you got you got chemo. But then again, it sounds better than yeah. actually like do, like I can't even walk up a flight of stairs. Like sex, I can't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, right, right. Of course, right. It's not. It's not on your priority yeah, list right yeah, now. Yeah. Let's let's get you back into normal. Like, but you know what? That's what my lifestyle. husband says. I'm like, and yesterday was my birthday. I'm like, so am I going to get any? It's my birthday, and he's like, really? He's like, is that on the priority <laughs> list? And I'm like. Kind of like my birthday, yeah. like with all the shit I've been going through. Like, really, yeah, exactly. But Get your mind off of it for like, yeah, you know, like three minutes for whatever. longer than we wanted to. We were there for three hours. So between that and going out to eat, we were like, you yeah, know, not happening. Sure. Right. Uh, well, you sound good. It's, you, you sound you sound upbeat. You, even though you say you're tired, yeah. you don't. You know, you, you sound sound great. So uh, the fact that Thank you already you. went through your last round, uh, you know. As far as we know, you're 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 beating this thing. Yeah, it sounds like you're uh, on the up and up. You got the thing uh, kind of buried, and it's uh, you know fourth quarter, and it's a minute to go, but you're up by twenty. You know, you got this cancer. Yeah, humor beat. has gotten me through this whole thing, and my family and my friends. I had a bunch of friends come over today uh, to visit, so that was nice. 
but it's definitely weird. I'm not in my normal work mode, and it's crazy, and I uh, probably am not going back to work till September. Yeah. Yeah, so you recover. Because it's flu season right now, and yeah. I'm like a huge target. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, your immune system yeah. is a gun. Right. Yeah. Can't so, uh, it's hard, but, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting through it. And You're a fighter. You're a fighter. fighter. Yeah, good. my chemo's done. Really, really I'm well. so excited. Like, yeah. that's huge. So, just to, you know. So, now I can start getting better and, you know, not having poison pumped in my body. Yeah. So, right. just weird right. how, like, I had to get chemo even though they took the cancer out. I had, you know, and I wasn't feeling sick at all until mm. I started the chemo. Like, I, of course, I, could, I wasn't myself after the surgery, and I'm still recovering from my surgery, but I wasn't feeling sick until I started the chemo, which is, like, I, uh, that, I hate that fact. Like, if, if I didn't even go to get checked, I would never even know I was sick. All right. You know? <laughs> so, well, I'm glad I can uh, bring the show to a sleeping halt. <laughs> A lot, of, my goal. a lot of information. Check uh, <laughs> yeah, no, just... that off the list for the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I had to call I'm, in. I'm reading. The shout out. Thank you. And, uh, no, of course. And we love it when you call in. You know? call in whenever. You Monday, know I was going crazy, Kieran. I was thinking about you the whole time. Oh, oh the, shit. The, I, the I jail. I, I, I Facebook rock, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm really worried about it. Like, like you were my brother. Like, oh. the whole time, I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like shit. I'm like, Kieran's in jail. Oh my god! I'm like, what's going on with him? I hope he's okay. Yeah. No. It was. Uh. It was. Uh. It was weird. Uh. It was fun. <laughs> I had fun in jail. I honestly had a blast. Thing. I can't even imagine. I had this a is, blast. And I had. The, I went in at night. So I got a DUI. For folks who don't know, I got a DUI back in May, and I tried to fight it, and it was kind of bullshit. And I can get into it, and it's just a long, boring fucking. But anyway. I fucking finally gave in to the powers that be. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm guilty because you guys are assholes and it's hard to fight this. I'm not, I don't have 15 grand to fight this fucking thing. So fuck it. I'll uh, plead guilty and give me my shit. So uh, one of the, one of the stipulations was I had to go to jail for a day. And uh, I finally picked the day was January 8th, I think. And I decided to go turn myself in at night after work. And I took the next day off and I would serve 24 hours and, and <clears throat> part of it would be at night because I can, I can sleep. So I wouldn't, you know, exactly be awake. Right. So uh, I go in, I'm traveling in on uh, January 8th at like seven or six o'clock. And I'm like, call- it's funny because I was calling everybody in my car as I'm driving myself to jail. It's not, it's not a weirder feeling in the world when you're driving yourself to jail. <laughs> Really, yeah. It's an odd feeling where you're just like, "Fuck, I'm driving to jail." <laughs> like, like I'm driving to go. I'm, I'm like, yeah. It was just an odd thing. Like, I don't know. It was just mm-hmm. a weird feeling. And I was calling. Uh, I, I spoke to an ex girlfriend on the way in. I called, what? I called, really? Yeah, I called her up, and I was just like, I needed somebody to talk to. It was like. I don't know. I, I just not. I didn't want like a buddy. I didn't want to call a guy like Rock. Because I, I, I didn't want to hear, like, oh, you'll be all right, buddy. You'll just, you know, it's 24 hours in and out. I wanted to hear, like, I wanted to the hear. Sex talk. You, wanted to, you wanted to get a little sex talk <laughs> no, in before you went in. Like, I what wanted, else? I don't know what I wanted to hear, but I wanted to hear, like. What? Something like. Uh, it's the a, sound of a woman's voice. Yeah, something. 
because, because I'm going into the fucking clink. And I don't know when I'm going to see vagina again. Oh, God. <laughs> 24 hours later, you will be. Yeah, I know. I know, really, exactly. It's not I, like you're serving, the, you know, 18 to life here. So I was nervous, you know, driving in there. I've never even stepped in foot in my entire life. I've never visited. I never walked inside. I've never opened the front door to a a facility that was deemed a jail. I've never even sure. been anywhere close to anything like that. So I was nervous as fuck. And sure. I and I pull up to the jail and it's just like the one I had to go to. It was like fucking Alcatraz. <laughs> it was right. just huge. And it, it it had sections where like dudes were doing fucking four years it had sections where there was a person you know do people doing 24 hours and they were like sure. there were probably like holes somewhere in the ground where dudes were doing solitary you know right, right, it right, was right, just right. a massive facility and i didn't know like where to go and it, all there was I was, was say, where do you park right like do they give you like a 24-hour <laughs> right. pass right i pulled up to the jail and i, I did it on the gps i was like uh in jail. Oh my yeah. god! What was that like? I googled it. Yeah, I was just like uh, the, navigate to jail. The jail was called the uh, Lower Buckeye Jail. So I just googled it, and it took me right. It, it, it luckily it took me to the exact place I needed to go, like self surrender parking. <laughs> it was called. It was that's it, amazing. It was, it was a thing called self surrendering surrender parking, and I, I pulled into the parking lot, <laughs> aka the pussy lot. <laughs> And I and I got really excited because when I got into the self-surrounding parking lot, there was like two cars there. And I'm like, this is great. There's mm. not many people here. Maybe I'll sure. get my own cell and I'll just be able to just sleep and be fine. <clears throat> and, and so, you know, there were not many cars there. But it, what was also weird is that uh, on the on the brick giant brick wall on the side of the uh, the prison. There's just this massive sign. It just says self-surrendering area. <laughs> and it's not even lit up. Like, I was like, where do I go to self-surrender? Because I didn't want to be late. Like, my, my start time is 7 o'clock, and I want sure. to be in the right spot. But the only thing I could find out to where to go was this big sign on the side of the prison that says self-surrendering area. So I just got out of my car, and I was standing underneath this sign going... I hope at seven o'clock something happens, <laughs> you know, like a door opens yeah, and right, fucking, sure. you know, they, they let me in and I'm on time and I'm not going to get a warrant out for my arrest. And luckily that's what, that's what actually happens. So like at seven o'clock, this fucking massive door just opens and these, these, um, you know, these cops pop out or these, uh, prison guards pop out and they're like, come with me. And then they, they take you in and they make you like fucking stand up against the wall with their hands up and they search your balls and they finger your asshole. Nice. Yeah, it was really, so far. This is where the fun part is. I was like, Karen. this is the best fucking time I've had in two years. <laughs> like being at, at the gate when uh, the uh, chocolate factory opened and Charlie's the chocolate factory. That's right. <laughs> I'm not gay or anything, but I asked the fucking present guard. I was like, you got a hand's a hand. I was like, you want Tinder? <laughs> You know what you're doing, sir. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah, right. So I'm in. Like they open up this door and they bring me into this, uh, this fucking. It's like an indoor parking lot because Arizona is yeah. weird. They have like, they have a lot of canopies over their parking lots. So uh, because it's so fucking hot and like we live on the fucking surface of the sun, it's weird. But um, they bring me in this, this large ass covered parking lot, 
on the inside of the uh, wall, and I'm I'm the only person self surrendering, I guess, because I'm the only guy getting frisked. I had to, like take off my shoes and empty my po- uh, pockets of shit and all this stuff, and they were going through it at all. Some reason one of my buddies told me to bring forty singles, forty single dollars, because he said there might be concessions. I'm like, <laughs> I think he was just fucking with me. So I had yeah. this wad of like uh, forty no. singles. <laughs> I just like it looked like I was just like a pimp, you know. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Karen. So I had that and like my keys, and I don't know. I felt weird, but th- they didn't say anything about it. Uh, but as I was getting frisked and I was staring at the wall, I hear this big ass fucking bus roll up, right? Mm. Like the sheriff's bus rolls up, like oh, literally shit. right next to me, and the uh, security guard goes, "Don't move!" <laughs> and I was like, "All right, fucking moving." I was like, "What's going yeah, on now?" You know. Yeah. And they start unloading, like, dudes in jumpers, like the orange jump shoots. Like, oh, like, shit, is, this is not like Con Air begins. Like, orange is the new black, you know? Like they're, But <laughs> right, they were, right, right. it wasn't women. It was, like, it was actually men and women. Yeah. But they start emptying them out. And yeah. uh, I, I felt like, like I was uh, like at Yankee Stadium next to the, uh, the Yankee dugout, and the, and the players start taking the field. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my yeah. God, there's Aaron Judge. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they're the real players. These are the real right, fucking right, players. Right, yeah. These are the real... You're starstruck yeah, the real kind prisoners. Of, kind of starstruck over the fucking criminals that I'm... Like, the real criminals. Yeah, like, wow, you guys actually killed people. Right. So <laughs> Can they, I get your autograph? So they put me in this fucking room. Uh, they make me... They get all the prisoners in, and then they allow me in. So I'm, like, yeah. on the opposite side of a large room with, like... 40 people in fucking goddamn red uh, orange jumpers and shit. And they're all shackled up and all this stuff. And I'm just like, holy fuck. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I hope I don't end up in the same area as they do. <laughs> right. No, you know? right, sure. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way. Because they're like real criminals. And I'm, this is like fucking rookie jail I'm an guy. amateur criminal. Yeah, I don't belong with the, with the, with the big I'm, leagues. I'm wearing my street clothes. I'm not fucking doing anything. I'm fucking... I'm a good guy. <laughs> they know this. They know I'm a good guy. I'm only doing 24 hours. It's fine. And uh, yeah, no, maybe they were starstruck about like from you. They're like, oh my god, that's the guy from the podcast. No, they're probably uh, sizing me up, going, look at this. That's fucker. what I want. <laughs> look at this. We could jam. We could jam his whole body into somebody's ass. This motherfucker <laughs> looks sweet. <laughs> this fucking he's, guy. He's usable material. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was looking nice. I, I was actually showered and shaved. My hair was brushed. Oh look, my god! Yeah, I was, Karen, you yeah. were just, you were just meat. Yeah, I was meat. You were gonna be like a donkey for them, like where they, you know, they stuff shit up your ass and yeah. you have to like move it to the different uh, parts of the building. Yeah, I mean, a, sh- a showered individual to these people is probably like, a, like heaven. <laughs> You're right, exactly. Because <laughs> like, most of these fucking these motherfuckers do not look like they've had a shower in a long time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't yeah, know when yeah. the last time they had a shower was. So anyway, they bring all these the inmates in to the holding area, which I later found out, which is the holding area. And uh, I had to do like a whole bunch of uh, medical crap. They had to go through a history. They asked me if I was suicidal. I was like, eh, maybe. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything. I was just like, no, I'm not suicidal. I'm a great guy. I have a great life. I'm a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> he says here you do podcasts. Should we review that suicidal thing again? Uh, yeah, no, I'm just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, They asked me a bunch of weird questions. Like if I, you know, 
have I ever had a head injury and all those suicidal <laughs> shit. I guess they probably thought like maybe I just fucking wax myself in the middle of my 24 hour right. stay there. Right. So, right. Uh, right. Right. so they, uh, I get through all that and I had to do all this other shit and it, it, they make you feel like scared a little bit, you know? And it, sure. And which is, which I get it. I was just like, you know what? They're going to make me feel scared. And I get it. They do. And it, it felt scary. And I was nervous. I didn't want to say anything to anybody. So they bring me in. They do like the last thing. They brought me into the holding area where all the fucking, all these inmates went. And you can see them in the cells through the windows. And I'm just like, I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, I hope they don't put me in there. <laughs> you know? Right. And right. then I see that like this one cell that's open. And I'm like, oh, they're totally going to put me in there because, uh, you know, it, there's no one in there. And I'm not, I'm not I'm not in an orange jumper. I'm not a real criminal. Right. Uh, there's, no way, there's no way they're going to throw this fucking honey covered salmon in with the, all these bears. You know what I mean? Covered salmon. Yeah, Did you pick a, that up in jail? No, that's a, that's a per- Patrice O'Neill. Uh, uh, oh, 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 OK. Yeah. But that uh, thing. But uh, I was like, yeah. All right. So, you know, they're not going to throw me in with these guys. So they do this like fingerprint shit. They take like pictures of me. I get another mug shot. I'm like, ah, I guess I'm in the system now, which really sucks. But I, yeah. you know, I'm like, whatever. And I was like, all right, uh, you know, it's like a 20 minute thing. And I'm like, okay, uh, what happens next? And and the guy's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna take you to your cell where you're just gonna stay. And I'm like, oh great, you know. And I was gonna walk out of whatever room I was in. I was gonna make a right because I knew that's where the em- empty cell was. And I was just going to go sit in there and, and, and be lonely for however long they keep me in there and let me out. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. You go straight. <laughs> and oh. he opens up this fucking cell and it's just, it's just all orange jumper guys. Oh <laughs> real my goodness. Oh. Real criminals. And I walk in and there's dudes lined up on these benches on either side and they are, everybody's quiet. Every no one made a fucking sound, and, and you, you didn't have to change, right? You didn't have to get a no, new jumper. I, I didn't have to get a new jumper or anything. I was in my street clothes, yeah, and yeah, uh, okay. and I, I walked in there and I, I saw a seat. I didn't look at anybody, and I just sat down next to this dude in an orange jumper. Uh, and he he, I look over and he's staring at me with his head like all fucking tilted, like like question, like really like kind of pissed off, like looking at me and goes, he goes, I'm gonna use. <laughs> I'm gonna use his language to. He goes. He goes. Nigga, are you a parole officer? <laughs> That's exactly what he said to me, and I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm supposed to be here. He's like, you look exactly yeah. like that nigga I saw in the other prison wearing a blue jumper. I was Holy like, no, shit. I'm supposed to be here. And he and and his name, the guy's name was Omar. And uh, from that point forward. I introduced myself, and from that point forward, for the next seven hours, I had the best time of my life. <laughs> Not the best time of my life, but it was fucking, it was fun. Like In what guy, sense? Like, what did you guys do? The guy, he... He just had sex. <laughs> just had yeah, sex. you know, just ass, <laughs> anal raping. No, the, this guy, I, the, the guy that I sat next to, his name was Omar. Omar, yeah. Omar, like Omar from fucking The Wire. <laughs> Right. You know, he's like, Omar's coming. But he was like, he apparently, uh, he's been in and out of prison ever since he was 17. He's a gangbanger. He had a freaking okay. tattoo of an AK 47 on his neck, like that wrapped sure. all the way around his neck. Um, and he was just a, he, he seemed like he was just a funny motherfucker, like just legitimately funny dude. And he just talked mm. for seven hours. 
with well, this yeah, other. Yeah, probably like having a normal conversation. He probably like wanted it, enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, and I was, you know, I was talking to him a little bit, and, but most of his conversation was with this other guy who was in the other corner who uh, was an L.A. gangbanger <laughs> from Los Angeles. That guy's name was David, and David really wasn't that smart of a guy, but he, him and Omar were just sitting there talking back and forth about religion and, and uh, all this other shit, like, like uh, stories about people they uh, spent time with in jail and this and that. So it was like, I was literally sitting there, and these guys were going back and forth, back and forth, and it was like I was listening to a fucking podcast or a radio <laughs> show for fucking seven hours. And occasionally, and what was the greatest part about the whole fucking thing, which I felt was about the conversation, is that most of the racial jokes were directed at me. (laughs) Like, all everything was just like, white boy this, I should be hanging out with that guy because he looks like a nice guy. And that would better my life. (laughs) And I felt, I was like, that's a nice compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, yeah, it was was just great shit. And then we're just. This sounds so surreal that this happened. And I was sitting there and I'm laughing like belly laughs. Like I'm hurting. My my cheeks hurt because I'm smiling so much. And at one point I caught myself because every once in a while, like a like a guard would walk by the door, like where the windows are. And he would look in and I'm just like, all right, fuck it. I got to stop like making like laughter and smiling. Yeah, right. It's like defeating the purpose. I I don't want them to think, hey, you know what? We'll just leave him in there. He's having a good time. Yeah, right. Exactly. But Omar, Omar, I I don't know. I don't know his last name. I don't. I know he's from Arizona, but and apparently, you know, he he literally just a gangbanger dude. I don't know if they've ever killed anybody or witnessed a murder or anything. I don't even know why they're in jail. But it's 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 just so bizarre how like like being put in a spot where you're just locked in a room with somebody and you're taught your 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 past in life are completely different yet like we we all just got along. Like <laughs> I could never right. go hang out with Omar outside of the prison because I, you know, what he does outside is completely different than what I do, and I'd be uncomfortable. Or he would, you know, it's just weird. Well, you know? although I'm just thinking, like, you just got yourself a get out free car. Like, if for some reason you're in a situation where, like, thugs come and they want to, like, take your money, and Omar's there, and you're like, Omar. He's <laughs> like, oh, shit, guy, this is cute. Yo, he's good. We leave him alone. Yeah. Move on to somebody. Like, you're just, That's you just got a pass. That's Karen. a good white boy right there. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. just got a pass. Yeah, Omar, I can't believe you. Only you. Did you bring up the show at all? I did not. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to like Ru- make. You any, didn't want to ruin the night. I, di- I didn't want to make anything about me. Like I was just like, um, you know, you guys. Like I was, like I think I'm kind of funny every once in a while in like a conversational humor type way. But I was not on the level of Omar. Omar was like literally like a an untrained un just natural fucking ability to do comedy. <laughs> like oh, he was, wow, wow. he, I don't know if it's from his time being in prison or whatever, but he, he was well-spoken yet fucking quick and funny. He told me a story about this dude named, uh, this, this fucking guy he did time with called light switch and they would call him light switch because he had narcolepsy and every time. Oh, shit. <laughs> so you would have a, inevitably you'd have a conversation with a, you know, light switch and he just passed the fuck out right mid sentence. And he would like literally smack his head on whatever and he'd wake the back up and go where the fuck was i (laughs) 
<laughs> There's just stories like that the whole fucking time. Wow. And it was just wow. brilliant. Fucking, I guess you, you had to be there. I'm not articulating it because <laughs> you had to. I'm fucking. It was you a had you had to be there moment. I was yeah. in jail. No, but, we were having a blast. It was, you had to be there. It was great. I was like, this is so bizarre because for six months I've been stressing out about going to jail. And right. yet here I am in jail and I'm like having a good time. It's the way, like, should I, I felt weird. Like, I was like, I shouldn't be having a good time. This is like the right. lowest moment of my life, really. Right, exactly. You right, know? right. This, this is rock bottom for me. And I just, I just realized as my time went on in jail, uh, I was just like, you know what? Jail isn't the worst thing in the world. It really isn't. People just go you know there. What? I'm going to keep doing I'm just going to drink while I drive. Who gives no, a shit? <laughs> I'm not going to go back. I'm never going to go back. No, I, but, I know. But when you build it up in your head that it's like the worst thing in the world, it actually isn't. It really isn't. People go to jail all the time. Like I was in, and as the day, my time went on, people started getting let in like other 24 hour guys. And there yeah. was a dude sitting next to me who was from like Scottsdale, like an older guy. He was like 65. You, you could wow. tell he was wearing his worst, his worst clothing, but yeah. you can tell that his worst, worst clothing is fuck was expensive shit when he originally bought it. You know what I mean? Right, right, he had right, like right, fucking, sure, sure. he had boat shoes on that it looks like, like the kind of boat shoes that like a guy would buy if he owned a yacht. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. Sure. Was, yeah, he was, I was like, that guy, you know, did the same thing I did. He just got busted drinking. He probably had a couple glasses of wine out at the whole fucking club and left uh, in his fucking goddamn, you know, fucking Tesla and he got pulled over. <laughs> you know, this guy's probably a millionaire, but yet he's in there with me, you know, and, and Omar. <laughs> Omar's literally got a bag of fucking shitty food and toilet paper he's rolling around with. <laughs> he's, he was sleeping on toilet paper, like a roll of toilet paper, a full one. His yeah, head sure, was on sure. it. He was sleeping on the floor. With his head on it, telling us stories about this time in fucking prison. I was like, this is the most bizarre thing, but it's so, it was fun. It yeah, was fun. it sounds it. It's, I, I just can't believe only you could find a way to have fun in, in jail. Anyone, of course, you'd be like, yeah, chilling, hanging out. Yeah. So you just basically stayed up all night. I stayed up all night because I was not going to sleep. There were dudes, yeah. there were dudes in this, in the holding cell. There was like 20 of us in there. Yeah, 17 to 20. There were guys literally sleeping on the floor in front of my feet. Like, on the floor. Right, just sleep right, with, right, like, right. bags over their head. Just trying. There were, like, in a, in, in the cell, there's, like, a, um, there was a toilet. Like, and it, you just, if you had to take a shit, you're shitting in front of everybody. You have to take yeah, a leak, course. you're leaking in front of everybody. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that was the most awkward portion of it. And then at one point, there was another dude led into our holding cell who apparently had a colostomy bag. So he spent most of his time by the toilet emptying the motherfucker, and me and his, me and his this black guy that was sitting next to me, not Omar, was another guy, and we kept on looking at each other, going, "I think this motherfucker is jerking off in the corner." <laughs> like he was about to get tuned up in the corner because everybody thought he was actually masturbating. But what it was was the gangbanger from the Los Angeles was like, "No, no, no, guys, that's a that's a colostomy bag. <laughs> he's not jerking off. He's just playing. He's trying to hold his bag." As yeah, he wow. as it fills up with liquid and shit. Oh god! I like how like these gangbangers are like voices of reason in the jail. Oh. No, no, okay. Let's let's shake it down a notch. Everything's okay. Oh my god! This like the shit that David, the gangbanger guy from L.A., and the shit that Omar, him and I, him and those two were talking about the entire time, like religion and and fucking. It was just you couldn't make the shit up, and it literally was. 
exactly like every type of prison show I've watched on TV. It was exactly it was like it was it was a mashup of The Wire, uh, Orange is the New Black, fucking NCIS, uh, the Oz. It was everything that those shows depicted in their series. It was the same fucking thing. It was just like, holy crap, I feel like I'm in an episode of Oz in here. I feel like I'm on The Wire in here. Like it. Orange is the new black. It's all the same shit. Like it, yeah. it seemed like I was, at one point Omar was so well spoken and so funny. I, I almost was. I was thinking. I was like, I wanted to ask him if he was an actor. <laughs> like you know, right. like the right, like the sure, fucking sure. prison hired you to uh, you know stay in a cell with the guys that do twenty four hours and you know maybe teach them that fucking jail is not such a good idea and don't ever come back. Like I, he was that entertaining. You know, it was weird, but yeah, you know, there, it was, it was hilarious. It was a really good time. It was a really good time. And the best part about it is I only did seven hours. <laughs> out of oh, my, really? Why out is of my, that? Out of, out of my 24 hours, I only did seven. Why? I don't know. I have no idea. And I actually almost didn't want to leave. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was having a blast. I took the next oh. day off. I was getting paid for the next day. You know, I, sure, I, I took sure. it as a vacation day. So I was just like, uh, you know. I kind of didn't want to leave, but once once they open up that cell door, you're just like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Fuck that, you know. But it was it was a good. So time. wait, it was like in the middle of the night they let you out. Was that like because if you yeah, went in at seven? Yeah, they let me out at like two thirty. Wow. Yeah, and actually, before there's another part to. I mean, there's a ton of shit I could tell you about this fucking time, and I'm trying to call in. By the way, if you want seven one eight six nine zero ninety two ninety. I think Cool Teacher's still on the phone. By the way. Yeah, I'm still oh, here. Oh, you guys just listening in? No, yeah. Um, but um, they they took me out. I guess I guess when they're gonna release you, they take you out of the cell that you're in, and they put you into a like a another cell that's like a release cell. Like they're going to eventually release you. I didn't know that. So they took me and this other black guy out that was doing 24 and they put us in a, in a, a release tank, I guess they call it. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. And him and I were just in there together for a while. And, uh, he like kind of figured out, he told me, he's like, I think this is the release tank. I think you and I are getting out. And I was like, Oh, that's fucking great. But I was like, it's weird because I've only been here for like six hours or actually it was like five hours at the time. And then they, um, like about an hour goes by and they, t- and all these fucking, they, like another group of 16 dudes and jumpers come in all orange suits, but everybody was like, no, no older than 23 years old. <laughs> like they were right, just all right. young kids and they threw them all in with us. And that was just, a, that was a fucking mess because it was just like a bunch of kids just trying to act tougher than the other dude, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Cause they're all yeah. young and shit and it, like there's everybody sold drugs and they're every cell has a camera with an audio fucking feed on it. Right. Oh, wait, a caller calling in. Call, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? Is this Lunatic Radio? Yes. <laughs> Don't one ever ask that question. <laughs> Did they hang up? <laughs> just, just checking. They're just taking a survey. Oh, you're still there. Go ahead, caller. What's up, fuckers? What's up, Karen? Hi, how are you? Oh, is this Charity? Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to jail. How are you? I'm do- doing pretty good. I can't believe how pasty you are for living, you know, in the armpit of fucking hell. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, no, I am. I, 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 uh, I don't get out in the sun. I don't want to get that skin cancer. Well... 
it's sometimes worth it. You know, you might get some pussy. <sighs> I know this is What's charity. That? This is charity, everybody. I've known her. She's a, she was a friend of mine from New York, and she, oh, okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah. I'm like this is. <laughs> Like, what is this conversation? Yeah. Where are we coming from? Yeah, this? Like, this is not how this is not how conversations start with me with complete strangers, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I've no, no, well, I went to jail. What do you think of that? Have you ever been to jail, Charity? Uh, not in Arizona. I've been arrested like four times there, but they never actually sent me to jail. Thank God, because guess what? I paid for an attorney. I paid for one too. Oh mine, shit! Mine sucked. Mine sucked. Well, he was oh, he was good, but I don't think he could do anything because you know I admitted on camera that I drank beer and uh, then eventually and drove the car. Yeah. Well, you know what though? I mean, it sounded like you got away pretty easy. Most dudes, like literally, they get they get jumpsuited and they get you know sent to what is that the fucking tent city or wherever yeah but actually most of the guys yeah. that, most of the guys that i've heard stories from and even the dudes in jail they all uh they all like either had extreme duis which is which is like when you're really intoxicated and you drive and you really shouldn't be driving uh and right. on top of that they probably told the cop that hey i hope you get shot or something <laughs> you know what i mean or <laughs> or you know yeah. curse somebody out because that's when they really fuck if if you're not like nice or obedient when the cop is you're talking to a cop you're you're fucked and i was i I did everything the cop wanted me to do other than like admit to like killing somebody (laughs) like i was agreeing with everything did you try a reach around or anything no, like no, that. No, I no, I was I even shook my when when the I would have I, I can't believe you didn't lick your lips and like twiddle a couple of fingers or something. When I it's just it surprises me. Even when the when the cop released me from jail, I shook his hand <laughs> and I said thank you. So I don't know, maybe maybe well, maybe, they, maybe that's why they let you out after seven hours. Maybe they realize they, that you weren't a bad guy. They're just kinda like yeah, you know. I'm never gonna you know, I'm he, never he's coming running back. through the process I'm getting ne- out of here. I'm never going back to jail, you know? But Karen, if they kept you in there any longer, that fucking OG Omar probably would have turned you into like one of his clique freaking like lieutenants or something. I would have oh, had yeah. you guys were homies. I, w- I would have had Omar. I would have had Omar, and I hope he does. Whenever he, g- I I would have had Omar doing a podcast because that motherfucker was hilarious. Like you know how like remember like Patrice O'Neill was like a raw funny dude. You know like he, that's how this dude. He, this this guy was the same way. He had that same natural ability to just tell a story, and 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 like he was like a deep thinker. It was weird. He was. It's like, dude, I was like, man, if in a, in a different environment, like coming up in a different environment, growing up in a different environment, Omar's life would have been completely different than it is. I think because he, maybe he grew up in a, in a, and this is a whole different discussion, by the way. <laughs> holding that, holding that day is public record. So we could totally find fucking Omar. We could totally find Omar from your booking day. I will make a phone call. We're fine. We're saving Omar. I, I want to save Omar. <laughs> you know, Charity brings up a good point, though. If you were in there for another hour, so you might have a nickname by now. They could have came up with like some sort of nickname for you. Yeah, my name would be uh, P.O. or something. Parole. P.O. Because he thought I was a parole officer. Oh, right. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It totally is P.O., absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, That's fabulous. It, was, it was certainly an experience. Um I mean, all the young kids, it was funny when I was in that other tank with all those millennial kids, it's just the difference between those kids who were doing like 10 days or something 
uh, between those kids and like the Omar who was like 37 and David who was in his mid 30s is completely different because these kids are like acting like acting the part of a like an inmate like I'm hard like like the the hood is just holding me down man I just got to keep my head buried in my music in my in my passions and I'll never I'll never come back to oh the like literally this is the discussions they were having and then they were talking about like what's the best drug to sell? Like heroin's really hot right now. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's the buzz. Well, that's what's hey, trending on Buzzfeed. Right. The jail. I mean, there was like there was like six or seven kids sitting in a circle talking about all the drugs they sell, and there's like a camera right above them with an audio feed. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are the most retarded fucking people. You're in jail in an orange jumpsuit talking about selling drugs. Like you're just put, it's ridiculous. Like you guys are just fucking idiots. You know, but highly educated OGs. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're just <laughs> who knew? Who knew? Apparently uh uh shrooms that you can't make oh. any money selling shrooms anymore. Oh, That's look at I that. Mean. All right, a little economic uh, yeah, people, knowledge. You know, people aren't into the psychedelics. They want to be, you know, either high or low. Mm. You know, you really got it. You know, you got to or they want to chase, what is it, chasing the dragon? Yeah, they want to what be... What is meth considered? Is meth is no bueno anymore? No, the meth, meth is like, uh, meth is hot, but it's like mostly for the people who can't afford the real good drugs, I guess. You know? <laughs> meth it's, it's played out because of Breaking Bad, so meth, it's like kind of no meth big is deal. Like the, I think weed is more expensive than meth, actually, out there. So, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I, bet I need to is. see the yeah. updated price chart. Someone, uh, <laughs> you know what? That? That's what we really needed because we really need to make sure that across the nation, you know, it's really just fair where we're at market. Like you know? there needs to be an Excel just... spreadsheet somewhere that we can get kind of a breakdown of all this stock price on uh, drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I can't believe it. There's a thing. The last thing on my mind oh my that well, would have happened was for invest, seven hours you had invest. fun. I did. I had, a, I had a great time. You know what actually those kids were talking about? It was 2.30 in the morning and they were all getting released. Did they talk about Bitcoin? Did they invest any of their black market money <laughs> right. in Bitcoin uh, no. or Ripple? No. Because right. this is a really hot, hot topic right now. And they seemed like they were highly educated and they would know like where to put their money. Or maybe they could have advised us because that's where... A real drug dealer putting their money. There was one kid. There was one like Latino kid who had a whole like his entire neck was tattooed all the way up to his chin. But he okay. he was he, I couldn't I I can't articulate how like un scary he was. <laughs> like he's just not scary. He's just very tiny. <laughs> he's well like right, clean right. cut, but he had this neck tattoo. And he was telling everybody in this like he he had like the conch. You know, from like, uh, he had the conch. He had, he was ruling. He was the man. He was the alpha male in there. And he told everybody in there. the torch. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he was telling everybody that he did seven months in solitary confinement in some other prison in Arizona. And I guess that makes him like the badass or something. Yeah. And I was There's looking only at. There's one other prison there that's like solitary. I, I don't know. I actually don't know, but I, I was I was looking Good. at this. I hope you don't ever know, Karen. <laughs> I, I was I was looking at this kid, and I was like, "There's no fucking way you did seven <laughs> so although months." Although Karen's like, "Well, listen, this wasn't bad for seven hours. I can do cause, you know, solitary. What a big oh, God, right? Do but some crossword no, puzzles. There's no way that kid did seven months. That's what. I'm, there's no way because he no, would I be psychologically know. just disturbed. Can you imagine? I can't spend a weekend by myself without calling somebody. Can you imagine doing seven or months in a whole? You porn. Without calling somebody a little freaking wuss. 
I don't know. I always need attention. So I have to. Wait, everyone really does pick on you, Kieran. I do. It's like <laughs> the way it fucking goes. Jesus Christ. It's like, oh, God. Kieran, has Gats ever called in or any of those assholes? Like, oh, my God. You wouldn't even freaking. Yeah, you wouldn't no. even be able to walk for a No, day. but I know. You know, Tommy. Rock always referenced Tommy Gats and him and yeah, 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 of course Gats, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, Rock definitely knows that. He, uh, yeah, he fucking, no, he doesn't call. But he, know, he knows I, I got a DUI and he knew I was going to jail, I think. I think. Wow. I think he did. Wait a minute, so I just kind of, really I'm funny. sorry, I'm still kind of catching up here. So Charity is, is from Suffolk? Yeah, Charity's from yeah. Suffolk and she, oh, okay. she once I've never heard, uh, by the way, I've never heard this name before. So just, uh, I, had no, I, I had no idea who this person um, is. <laughs> Yeah. Please, um, please, just you can pun all day with my name. So, thing, Karen, I'm actually marrying a guy who goddamn looks close to Tom when I dated him. It's perfect, but he's way Aww. better than Tom. Oh well, there you go. Congratulations, Charity. Yeah, yeah. Take- so wait, what, what, I don't understand month. what that means. That means you had a thing for Tommy. Yeah, she had a thing for Tommy. Oh, uh, so you couldn't get Tommy, so you're going to go for Plan B. Tommy. I understand. No, no. Oh God, I already been there, did that, had my fun, broke his heart. I believe. <laughs> they did. He married, they had a thing. he married some super spicy Costa Rican girl with a fat ass. I do not oh. blame him. He is not. <laughs> right. Like All literally, right. when I do think about Tommy, I think about her, and I think about wow. If I had a threesome, yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, there you go. Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 Man. Hello. Suffolk County. Suffolk County is a special place. Mm. It's a special, it's special totally place. Is. Oh, please. I'm originally from Tucson. That's where I thought. That's where oh, I saw you work. What is with Arizona and Suffolk County? I don't understand it. Is there just like some sort of weird like teleportation thing that goes on between that area, those two areas? No. I don't understand Arizona it. Has a vortex. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I don't know what the, it makes zero sense to me after hearing like Leroy's story. I, I don't get it. What is what is with I don't know what is with that county and the state of Arizona? Fuck Arizona. People are fun out there. It's different. It's different. You got to experience it. It's, uh, it's Karen thoughts. Wild. <laughs> no, it's thoughts on that. Karen. <laughs> this place is just a it's just a it's a it's a fucking I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I, that, I'm not a big fan, but whatever. Yeah. I got a DUI yeah. here. I went to jail here, so my right. my outlook yeah. of Arizona is kind of fucking skewed a little bit. Yeah, exactly. You've uh, you've gone down uh, the LIE, yeah. you know, yeah. without <laughs> even knowing it. <laughs> I've driven oh, 60 goodness. miles on the LIE and I don't even remember anything about it. Fuck <laughs> that. You get pulled over and they're like, all right too much paperwork i gotta go home in an hour yeah, exactly. <laughs> i know i've i've actually heard that story from cops in new york oh yeah about how yeah. they're tailing a, like a like a guy's clearly drunk but yet it's coming up to the end of their shift and they're like fuck this fuck this i'm going fuck home, you, you, home. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, it's crazy oh yeah, uh, no. oh, yeah. well thank yeah. you charity for calling and i appreciate it yeah yeah i was gonna say i gotta i gotta get to bed i gotta Good work tomorrow, but you guys are awesome. I'm glad you guys are back up. Oh, this is fucking great. Thank great. you. Thank you. It was great having you call it and yeah. congratulations on your uh yeah, soon coming wedding. Your nuptials. Oh yeah, we're eloping, so we don't have to deal with anybody's bullshit. With, uh, Tommy Two, the sequel. <laughs> Tommy Two. <laughs> Tommy Two. Two uh, That's right. It's an upgrade. There you go. <laughs> it really is fabulous. <laughs> All right, I can't hear anyway, you. Anyway, great, ta- great talking to you guys. You guys take care. Okay, have Thanks, fun. You Bye. Too. Bye-bye. There goes Charity. Man, how many more people are out there that you know? I know a lot of folks, people. Is this like everyone from high school? 
No, I didn't know her in high school. No, she didn't go to high oh. school. Oh. I don't know how uh-huh. I met. I met her through uh, Tommy Gatz. Good fucking guy. That guy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's what Kevin used to say all the time. My brother. Um, uh, wow. So, you know, it, I, I just don't have, I was not prepared for you to say it was fun. You know, it was just uh, not what I would have ever expected. I don't think anyone would have. And not, you know, not that it would have been a life altering experience or a dangerous experience, but to walk out of there only serving seven hours mm. and it being, you know, it, it wasn't bad at all. We had a pretty good time. I would, I would go as far as say it was fun is crazy. I, I just cannot believe that that, that transpired. Yeah. You know, and it was just, it, I'm, I'm so happy. I, it's weird. I kind of like after the fact, hindsight 2020, I'm like, you know what? It was pro- probably deserving of me to have a good time in there because I was so fucking stressed out for nine right. months about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and was, you shouldn't have gone to jail in any ways considering what, you know, what went down. And I was on my way in as I was driving. I was talking to my ex-girlfriend and I was telling her, I was like, this is it. This is what I need. To, uh, like I wanted to call her because I wanted to like, tell somebody that, you know what? This is, this is it. I'm never going lower than going to jail today. From here on, I'm... I'm going to be a doer. I'm not going to be a procrastinator. And it was like I was trying to like build myself up, my self-esteem up. And then when I get to jail, I'm like, I had a good time. Now I'm like, fuck myself. Fuck myself. Fuck the kid driving in, you know. And fuck the police. That's what Kieran said. Yeah. You know, I was, like I was being so ridiculous driving in, talking about how I got to like change my life around. Right. <laughs> it, yeah. I just made jail out to be. What I'm saying is I made jail out to be way too big of a deal than it actually is. Because it really isn't a big deal. Be honest. So you don't have to give of, the name, but can you, who was the first letter of the girl you spoke to? Uh, oh, S. You know oh. her. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I had to think for a second. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You guys chatted? I talked to, talk to everybody all the time, Rock. Yeah, it's, it's I don't it's eliminate it's people from my life. Every, well, I'm glad you guys yeah. are chatting. That's I t- nice. You should see how many people I talk to. <laughs> it would it would blow your mind of the fucking people I talk to. It's so weird. weird. Yeah. I, I I have weird relationships with everybody. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Makes no sense. Well, yeah. I, I'm glad to hear you spoke to her because I wasn't, you know, it, it didn't, I don't know. I just didn't think you guys would be, you know chatty again but i'm glad you guys are there's no reason that you shouldn't be i'm glad yeah no i talked to everybody i talk i talked to a lot of people Those people yeah i don't know what yeah, we're just doing. don't just don't call me <laughs> no because i know you won't fucking pick up that's why i don't call you <laughs> that's right oh, fuck this guy He's, fuck, i get it i don't want to talk about you trying to better yourself here you're 41 get over it not picking up the phone <laughs> Uh, get it I that, get, that old bitch yeah <laughs> so yeah jail is uh, uh, I'm not saying for people to go to jail and ex- right, don't yeah. do anything bad but I'm just I, I just lucked out I had a good time man that guy Omar uh, should be released because he's just a good dude <laughs> I think I think that's the exact that, that's the exact phrase you lucked out because yeah I, I don't think it would be the same for everybody no because there was a, the cell next to me was complete mayhem there was like shit going all over it was yelling and I was like if I was put into that one my my experience would have been totally different but I just lucked right. out and I got you know um, and there were actually girls in that holding area too there was actually some there was actually a girl wearing black she was hot too she's a white girl uh, um, wearing black yoga pants. In jail. 
Wow. Uh, yeah, we all saw with her. men around. Yeah, uh, yeah. We well, they don't what? they don't put you with women, but they don't mix the fucking male and female. Oh, okay. right, but they right, put right. them they put all the women in one cell, but they transferred them to like some other cell, and they walked by our cell, and everybody was up against the fucking. You know, because, you know, Omar and fucking David haven't seen pussy in like <laughs> like a right. couple of months. So <laughs> right, right, <laughs> they are right. up against that window going, holy shit. You know, you, I feel like you're going to get like some sort of note from Omar's lawyer asking you to like, you know, represent him in in, in at a, in front of a jury. To, like yeah. he's a good guy to let him off. Yeah. <laughs> can you can you speak for, on behalf of Omar? And Omar literally said to his one of his first things out of his mouth was, I've been gangbanging since I was 17. And I was just yeah. like, oh, fuck, I'm dead. Right. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's man. funny how it completely turned, you know, it was just like, wow. This guy's been gangbanging fucking David, the other guy in the corner, who's completely tatted from head to toe. Another AK-47 guy with on the neck. He'd been gangbanging his entire life in L.A. And by the way, David loves Tupac. And I, I almost interjected that Nas was better. <laughs> oh, my God. But I was just like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, do not I'm do not, that. I'm just going to let him fucking ride it out. You yeah, know, you're in you're in a jail yeah. cell. You have zero no. credibility, David. You're right. Tupac is the best rapper of all time. Go ahead with your bad self. <laughs> See, I think that would have been a great transition when he said, you know, he's been gangbanging since he was 17. You'd be like, oh, that's so funny. I've been like podcasting for <laughs> 16, 17 years. Yeah, the struggle yeah. is real. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, unbelievable, man. Gosh, what a wild! No, the, what a I, I'm just so I'm I'm so floored that it, how it went. Yeah, no, you I, know, I, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, he. Well, looked, I'm glad. I'm glad it's over. You, you know? know what he looked like too? He looked like oh. he looked like a young Cuba Gooden Jr. from like mm -hmm. um, what's that movie with Tom Cruise? Show me the money. Oh yeah, Jerry Maguire. Jeremy. He looked like a young Cuba Cuba Gooden Jr. from uh, Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Uh, with like Coolio's haircut, the rapper right. Coolio. Okay, that's sure, exactly sure. what Omar looked like. <laughs> exactly. By the way, this is a great transition. If anyone wants to like kill two hours and and truly believe you can never get it back, watch Coolio's hit from 1996, the movie Fat Beach. And yes, that's spelled P H A T. Holy shit! I woke up in the middle of the night the other night. It was 3 a.m. I was flipping through the channels, and this piece of shit was on of a film. Oh my god, was it terrible? Yeah, it's Fat a, Beach. Fat Beach. Yeah, Rock sent me the trailer of it. I watched oh. it, and I was just like, "What are you doing, man?" What has marriage done to you? <laughs> I was like, someone else would experience this. No, God, it's every cliche, like hood joke was in that movie. <laughs> like, every arguably, after Kieran spoke about jail, arguably going to jail is a better experience than watching this. Oh film. my God, <laughs> it's not even like uh, HBO. I just saw HBO the other day. They picked up. You ever see all? All Eyes on Me, the latest Tupac fucking movie. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. I, I, I caught some of it. Yeah, I yeah, can't watched. tell you how bad that fucking movie yeah. is. It's ridiculous yeah. how bad it is. But HBO's yeah. promoting that they're going to be playing it on HBO. I'm like, why? I'm I like, it's, it's the new version of Fat Beach. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> and it's even, it's even more hilarious because he dies at the end. <laughs> Right. You want him to die at the end. To be honest with you, that's how bad it is. You know? 
Oh my god! Outside of Coolio, it had well, it had Tiny, Tiny Lester, you know, Debo. Everyone has knows him yeah. as Debo, but yeah. uh, uh, otherwise, it just has some ringer like hip hop and R and B acts. Not even like the big acts of the time period, just acts that kind of look and sound like them, but not really, and they look terrible on camera because clearly they never have no professional backbone or uh, talent. I guess. <laughs> yeah, just a terrible film. So if you want to kill two hours, watch Fat Beach. Right, let's, Kieran uh, and Rock. Oh, this show is such a mess today. <laughs> uh, let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll. Uh, I don't even know how much time we've done on the show. How how long have we been doing the show for? Too too much. Too long. Too long. <laughs> too long. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Malunaticradio.com show right after this. Kieran and Rock. Lunaticradio.com. When it comes to abuse, domestic violence, at least half of it is initiated by the woman. She's the one that hits the man first before he goes off and beats the shit out of her. Well, that's why it's like, here's the thing we, we must, you know, I was looking at, uh, I don't think I was watching Bill Maher, and he, had, he was, they was talking about women in burkers over, in, uh, over there, mm-hmm. wherever the fuck they wear burkers. And, and the thing is, women in this country, they don't give us enough credit for repressing our madness. The restraint. Like for, for them to be women and talk shit and initiate anything, I have to restrain my madness. If my girl hits me, I can't hit her back. She doesn't understand. Like she doesn't respect that. Like, like, uh, like even female cops. It's like if some little five foot two inch Mexican lady cop tells me get against the wall. She's only a cop if I let her be one. Like <laughs> she can't arrest me without my co- without I decide that she's a cop. Now there's some police out there who can fucking arrest me. Whether he's a cop or not, he can make a citizen's arrest. I don't think anybody should be a cop that can't make a citizen's arrest. That can't go, you're under arrest, and I can physically stop you and and and, and from committing a crime. But if, when you have to comply, and this is the thing that women just don't fucking respect, is that men have to uh, rep- like uh, 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 we have to actually step back and not do no caveman shit. Like th- we're repressing everything in us. We're rep- even when we're being faithful, we're repressing ourselves. We're repressing our honesty. That's why you got guys out here saying the word inappropriate. There's any guy who has that in his repertoire of words should be like ostracized <laughs> and and put out there as a token to say, look, ladies, this is what you made us a bunch of fucking phonies. Who would say the word inappropriate? Because women, and I, and I say this on stage, it's like women should think of words like inappropriate. You know why? Because they sit down to pee. Anytime. <laughs> you ever like think you had to take a shit but you just had to piss and, oh, yeah. and you're just sitting there with your dick between your legs yeah. peeing, <laughs> and you're sitting yeah. and, and you're not shitting but you're just looking around the ceiling and you're sitting in this position and you just go, God, this is inappropriate. <laughs> this is you wrong. Know, I feel like a bitch. You know what I mean? And, and that's the only time a guy should say some shit like that when he's doing some shit like a bitch. Other than that, it's like just women should just respect the fact that we are let, letting them. And this is so, this is the thing, like, this is a soundbite, but, I, you know, I, I can't explain it any different. It's like 
we're we're repressing our our place so that they can feel this 50-50 equal shit, but that shit don't exist. Women ain't equal. What the fuck they want? And I'm not talking about socially equal. Yeah, everybody, I, all you have to do is pay women the same money and they're equal. But I'm talking about arm wrestling, nigga, you know what I mean? Opening pickle jars. I'm talking about running. I'm talking about thinking. You know what I'm saying? We, we outthink them. You know, you ever meet a bitch that can play chess? No. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's honest, man. It, it wears you down because all day long they want this, 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 we should know. I mean, look, man, I'm not saying go out there and tie them up and, and jump out of bushes and do shit, but I'm saying respect the fact that, look, man, half the bitches I ever go with, I'm smarter than. Even, I've gone out with lawyers and doctors and I'm smarter than them because they're just girls. They think, they think with their fucking hearts and shit. They don't, they're not practical. They dopey, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, just give him up for respect for for what he's doing. And like I told my girl, I'm like, look, you, I let you have jealousy. Like when you're jealous, it's, I let you be jealous. You're, I'm not your possession. I can tell you, look, bitch. Uh, I'm dating another woman You like it or leave it right. Like the fact that I'll go I respect her And the fact that I'll go Okay I'm not gonna I'll answer the phone when she calls Or the fact that You know If she says Well who was that girl I go Well she was this Or she was I was talking to her about What all of that stuff we do Like oh, 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 Honey That <laughs> shit is Cause we let it We let them have it Her jealousy is mine You understand what I'm saying That's, it, it's, it's like Her competitiveness against other that's mine that's something I give her I don't have to give her jealousy I give it to her because I desire to give it to her but other than that if, if I don't desire to give her something she's not going to have it if you are a proud supporter of LunaticRadio.com show and you like to see this show flourish or just Rock and I become alcoholics, you can donate to the LunaticRadio.com show by simply going on our website, Rocket Fire Away. Yes, absolutely. Donations. Go to the website, uh, LunaticRadio.com and select from one of the options, even a recurring amount, or simply just uh, give whatever you, you feel. Anything and everything is appreciated and helps pay for any of the expenses for this show and helps us keep going and you know not have to dig out of our pockets. And we appreciate Again, anything you can give, right? So give a shit and give us a donation. <laughs> well, give money, don't give a shit. All oh, right, <laughs> I can go on about that one. So log on to the lunaticradio.com website if you would be so kind and give us a donation, it would be great. Absolutely, thank you, and thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes, from the lunaticradio.com show. Now, back to Kieran and Rock, they may suck. That is all. What up? What up, everybody? LR Show. Kieran Rock hanging out with you. Thank God I got my headphones back on. <laughs> I couldn't deal with those goddamn earbuds that I had in my ear. Earbuds stink. Headphones rule. Couldn't even hear myself. Goddamn Rock's here, by the way. Hey, Rock. Yeah, hi. Hi, how's it going? See, now I feel like I can do the radio show. Like, the first hour, I couldn't hear anybody. Stop it. Stop making, like, all of a sudden now. When uh, Charity called in, she sounded like she was inside my brain. <laughs> That's how loud she was, and I couldn't turn her down. It was weird. I can't turn anybody down, you know what I'm saying, Rock? Oh, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> By the way, I played uh, a clip from uh, the great Patrice O'Neal. 
who is a great comedian. Rock and I had the pleasure of having him on way back in 2007, and we just let him, like, uh, he literally, we just said, hello, Patrice, and he went on for 45 minutes. <laughs> easiest, easiest interview ever. It was literally the easiest interview ever, and we didn't. I didn't want him to leave because we. I remember there was, like, four of us in that studio that day. It was... Uh, our co-host, uh, Josh Gogan, who who opened for Patrice one time, uh, me, Rock, and, and this guy named Patrick, who uh, was a booker for the Stan Comedy Club in Manhattan. And it was all four of us in there, and we were all just silent pretty much the yeah. entire time Patrice was on the phone with us. And uh, I just somehow stumbled upon that clip over the week, and uh, and I, I, you know, I put a little clip of it on our Instagram there, and I just listened back to it. And I don't know, I just went into this like whole, like, I gotta, you know, I gotta watch everything Patrice did. Cause I, I knew a Patrice. I, you know, we've been in like the same area for, a, you know, here and there a few times. Rock and I have seen him perform twice. Uh, and I was like, I wanna see what else Patrice has done. And I just started watching interviews and, and, uh, stand up routines that he's done. And I watched yeah. other comedians talk. I listened to other comedians talk about him after he passed away. And, and, uh, you know, I just got the thing. I was like, man, this guy, he literally was uh, what you want in a person in the entertainment business. And what I mean by that is a person who is good at being entertaining, like top notch. Like, like Chris Rock said about Patrice O'Neill that he was as good as the top dogs, meaning like the Eddie Murphys, Dave Chappelle's, Chris Rock's. Uh, yeah. uh, Kevin Hart's, you know, he's, he was on that level and he was about to, if he did not, you know, <laughs> suffer a stroke and pass away, overtake everybody, overtake all those guys and be a legend. And he was yeah. a legend. But what Patrice also was, was a guy that fucking hated the business. He hated being, he hated everything about being in entertainment, like having the fucking, uh, as he would say, uh, tap dance for fucking people. Uh, in order to get like another gig, or or to, you know, to be on a Comedy Central special, or or to get an HBO hour, or to be in this movie, or to be in that series, he hated right. doing that, and like he would never do it. He he would go into these meetings and actually fucking shoot himself in the foot because he would sit there and make fun of executives the entire time. You know what I mean? No, but without it, a doubt. Yeah, and, without a doubt. And it just it it makes you. I don't know. It, I don't know. For some reason, he died six years ago, but yet, you know, this week is some reason I, I just fucking, I was like, God damn, I, I really miss him after finding out so much about him. And I knew a little bit about him, but not as much as I do know now. And, you know, I to me, like after going, if you watch everything about him on YouTube or, or watch him perform, uh, mm -hmm. He will actually probably come to the same conclusion that I came to. But he was probably one of the greatest com com comedians of all time. Absolutely. Without it. Yeah, man. He was, he was, he was, he was like that, that elite class of guys, you know, yeah, where but, they could just go anywhere and he didn't necessarily need to have a, you know, set bit of materials. You know, he just has some general thoughts in his mind and can go on for an hour, man. He, you know, he, he was, a, he, he was like top tier. He was above people, you know? And what, uh, like, it was funny with Bill Burr. I heard a clip of Bill Burr talking about him. Now, Bill Burr is a fucking giant comedian. He's a funny guy. Sure. And what he said about uh, Patrice was that Patrice never wrote, wrote anything down, ever. Right. He would just right. get on stage. He would have a premise. He 
He would throw it out exactly. there. Exactly. See what they, see how the crowd reacted to his premise. And uh, if they, you know, if they laughed at it, or like, oh, he would thrive on that. And then he would just literally improv yeah. off of the crowd's, you know, energy that the crowd's given him. If, if you want to see uh, a an absolute perfect, uh, I don't know, you, if you want to see Patrice O'Neill at his best, watch uh, his uh, Comedy Central special, uh, Elephant in the Room. Mm. That is yes, yes. To be honest with you, that is one of the best one-hour specials I've ever fucking seen. You know, obviously you got Delirious and, and Eddie Murphy Raw. You got that. You got everything Chris Rock's done. But to be honest with you, I don't know if they're as entertaining as fucking Patrice because you because Patrice, when you watch Elephant in the Room, you don't know where he's really going with his shit. He, he explains relationships and other like cliche type of things like that in a different way, differently than anybody's ever had. You know what I mean? The way he describes the, the differences between men and women, you always see that. Like, like you'll see Chris Rock get up on stage and go, uh, black people are like this, and white people are like this, or women are like this, or men are like this. You, you kind of know where he's going. With Patrice, when he brings up those premises, you don't know where he's going. It exactly. always ends up new. It's different. And that's what's so was so great about him. He's such like a he doesn't have the greatest vocabulary in the world, but he's such a he's his intellect was crazy. The way he looked at shit was different than anybody I've ever seen. Which makes him great. I don't know. He 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 was captivating, you know. You you kind of just were drawn in by him, by his mannerisms. Right. You know, you're saying, you know, he, he his speech though, even in and of itself, was kinda and I don't mean in derogatory sense, but it's kind of just like simplified and just kind of to the point in a way. And you just, uh, you felt like you were just talking to someone, you know, anywhere. Like it was almost like, a, it was almost a conversational level where right. you were just listening to him speak and, and what he had to say. But his, yeah, his connection to the, to the audience and, and working off that and feeding off that and knowing the vibe of the room. Like you almost, like you can't, like you can't teach that. Like parts of that stuff, like with any, any job, any, like even the sports world, anything like, you know, there's like this other level people that just kind of have it. It's just, it's just built in. It's just their DNA, whatever. And, and he was kind of like one of these, these types, like, like a George Carlin type or, you know, um, even like, I, I, I'd say like a Sam Kennison type. He like, he was that Richard Pryor, like these, these, these type of guys, um, he man, had like the was around longer, man. I could just imagine. I like, know. After watching all this stuff on YouTube, uh, I actually I became sad. <laughs> like yeah, I know he's been gone for for six yeah. years, and when he passed away, I had I had some sad feeling. I felt sad because I kind of knew him. Not kn I didn't know him, but but I've seen him in person a bunch of times, and I I knew guys that knew him, and I knew guys that you know were kind of like friendly to with him, and and worked on projects with him and stuff, and they would right. talk about him. So it kind of felt like I knew him a little bit. Like behind the scenes, behind you know the guy that's on stage, but man, I just was just like I I, be, I came to appreciate him a lot more, and I wish we had more guys like that. I wish there were more guys like him, you know, that are just just amaze you by the different way of thinking that's in his brain. He had such an ability to look at a situation and fucking think about it in a different way or present it in a different way. It's why it was just he's just brilliant. And I, I don't know. It was just weird. He is. He was like Pryor. He had that ability like Pryor. He had that ability like Sam Kennison does. And yet he wasn't 
nearly, not even a speck of their fame. Not even a speck of their fame. You know? He was like the underground comic that was just, everybody knew was great, but he just never wanted, he never, I don't think he ever really wanted to be famous. Kind of like, kind of like Chappelle is, but, you know, Chappelle can't get around being a fucking, you know, millionaire and, you know, being Chappelle. Yeah, his last, He's, I don't know. I just watched the one that just released on Netflix. I don't know. It wasn't that great. The The earlier one was better, in my opinion. It just, yeah, I don't know. The jokes were a little better. I don't know. It just had a little better flow to it. It was funny. An elephant in the room. And I was, well, I, I rewatched that. And um, there are parts of elephant in the room that he actually, I don't know when he did elephant in the room and, uh, I think that was years after he came on our show. Actually, I think it was years. But he, there were parts in the interview that he did with us that he, the same premises that are in in the interview that he did with us that are in Elephant in the Room in his Comedy Central special. Mm. Which I found, like, kind of, I was just like, what? That's cool. <laughs> That's fucking cool. He was talking to us about that shit. And then he, now he's presenting it on stage. And it's one of the greatest fucking hours I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I was just, I just came across that. Sometimes I come across like old shit we did, and because I'm actually trying to learn from the younger self how to do radio again. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to learn from the younger me on how to do this again. You know, it's usually the other way, like you learn more as you get older. But in this sense, it's, no, uh, the younger one needs to teach the older. I'm, self. I'm learning from not only am I learning from the younger me, I'm learning from the younger Rocket too, because <laughs> the younger Rocket was fucking. Funny, and he had like uh, you know he had his he preparedness, and he had his things he did, and you know I'm just trying to fucking do this show better. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. You know, it's sometimes I don't know how to do it. It's weird, you know. But uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem any different to me. <laughs> it's just the same old shit. <laughs> no, I don't mean it in that sense. I mean it, it just it has the same. I don't know, like the same presentation, like we're just doing the same thing that we've done since the beginning. I don't think it's our process, our preparedness, our <laughs> intentions have changed. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in just a, you know, it's just it, maybe it's I like the, maybe it's the visual thing that's fucking me up. Because back in the day, we were never like there was never like a video presentation we had to give out. I don't think, I think it's a major part and it's just the fact that we're not in the same room. It's kind of makes it very weird for yeah. lack of a better word. Yeah, it's like just being, like we're kind of, like we're trying thing. to interact locally when we're not. We don't get to do those pre-show fucking meetings. You know what I'm saying, Rock? I like to call it the relaxation hour. Or like uh, uh, <laughs> Greg Kinnear in uh, Hogan's Heroes, that movie. Him and Willem Dafoe in that basement, and they're watching porno, and go, "Wow, this is hot!" And then they both just start jerking off together. No, I do not remember that film. <laughs> you don't remember that? No, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe and uh, Greg Kinnear, and like the movie about Hogan's Heroes. No, I think it's Hogan's Heroes, something like that. I might be getting it wrong, but anyway, no, it was a weird scene where apparently uh, the guy who played in Hogan's Heroes was like into porn. Kieran oh. and Rock. Hold on. Lunaticradio.com. I know. That's our show. I get it. So wait, what do you think? What do you think about? Well, what's like, what's something that stands out from the old shows that, that like, oh, I wish we would do that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think the vibe's just different because we're young and we're, we're, um, not beaten down by life. Like I used to say, 
lot. I like to say that a lot because it's true. But I think right now, I like the person that I am now more than I like the person that I was. Mm. Um, but the person that I was is a lot more fun than the person I am now. Sure. But the one that I am now is a lot more wiser and probably well. can articulate better slightly. Well. <laughs> <laughs> got like three or four more words there. I added about three, four more words to my vocabulary. So I'm up to about 13. Up to about 13. I like to reiterate it, Rock, just in case people can't hear you. <laughs> oh, now there's a reason behind it. <laughs> yeah, you're not in the same room, you know? Uh, by the way, 718-690-9290 if you want to ask me about things about jail or you just want to talk about whatever you want to fucking talk about. <laughs> I, Rachel, Rachel in the chat room, man, I've been listening a long time. When was Kieran not beaten down by life? <laughs> Fair question. There was like a, there was like, yeah, they have always have been. There was like a window about a month somewhere in 2008 where Kieran was just flying. Yeah. Because I was, yeah, I had, I was living with a girlfriend, a girlfriend, walking around, walking around naked in my apartment. (laughs) That was a good fucking couple weeks or a couple (laughs) months, whatever it was. Come home and she's just like walking around naked. I'm like, what are you doing? Just keep on doing it. Don't stop doing it. Do you, have you know, it's funny, like, I listen to old shows, it's funny, because I feel like in sometimes, you know, they're funny, whatever, but I feel like there was times where I listened back, like, man, there was such opportunities for jokes that we just missed because we were just being stupid. Yeah. Like, no, just well, times yeah. to, like, do our, you know, you know, oh, man, that would have been a great time to be blah, 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 you know, whatever. And, uh. Yeah, no, I, I, I listened to the, the ones where we, you, you and I used to get drunk all the time. I listen to those. Oh, oh every? And, every? And, and those those shows are filled with missed opportunities for good comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole show is just a big miss. Just hours of missed comedy. I'm like, I could have said that. I knew I could have said this right here and it would have been, it would have killed. But I was too hammered. Or I was trying to open up a beer. <laughs> you know, it was dumb. Oh, it's so much fun. But you know, no one cared. Like, everyone enjoyed it. No, yeah. I mean, fuck. Gee, I mean, the time we had that one, we had a dude in who flew in from France. Remember that guy, the comedian guy? Uh, I can't get over it. I mean, we bring this up all the time, like how we were just, because we had no idea who he was and how big he was in France. How famous he was. And we were just just drinking beers. He was deep. The BBC was doing fucking stories about him, <laughs> like ex, like long half-hour stories, like exposés about his career and his life and how much, like how famous he was. And we had no fucking idea who he was, <laughs> and we just got drunk with him and on our show, and it was fucking we didn't hilarious. Have enough room on our table on our on our console for for beer bottles. We I, ran out of room. There was just so many empty beer bottles. I know. I couldn't find the board in front of me. <laughs> Because they were surrounded by beer. And it was like, if I knocked one over, it would be like a domino effect. And the whole fucking, everything would be destroyed. It would be like a yep. domino. There were so many beers on that table. Oh, my and his, God. And his publicist was sleeping in the corner because she just took a fucking 13-hour flight from France. Ah. Yeah. Cool brings up a good point, and I mentioned this before. We should we should play back old shows and do commentary, kind of like a mystery science theater kind of thing. I would love to do that. That would be kind of great. Some old shows and and listen to us. 
Yeah, that'd be actually kind of fun. Because no one does that. No one, no one would have the balls to do that. Like cycle we would out. actually do an old show. We can actually cycle. I could totally psychoanalyze my. I could if I heard something that I said back in the day. I could probably like jump to it in my brain and go, "Oh, this sure. is what I was thinking oh, yeah. at that time." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do that now when I listen to him because I'm like, I remember, like, I remember, like, the season, you know, and I could, like, remember, you know, it's like you can remember, like, little things and yeah. you kind of, like, almost brought back there. Yeah. I think we should do that one day. I don't know how we would, we would pick the show, but, and maybe just do, like, a segment because, like, we can't do a whole show because yeah. back in the day, those shows, it's like they always start high and then they just kind of, like, yeah. go to. Oh, yeah. so maybe, <laughs> no, absolutely. But, uh, did you guys do re- yearly recaps? You could use those. Oh yeah, way back when Kieran did best ofs. Yeah, best of. Yeah, but I don't know if my best ofs are like the best. You know what I mean? I don't right. know. I don't. It's just what I thought was funny. I mean, there are probably other moments that I totally missed because whatever. You know, or interviews. Just just interviews because yeah. we had people. Yeah, and yeah, because yeah. I would pick like fucking yeah, because we had some famous person on, and we should probably promote that because. It makes us seem credible or something. I don't know why. Right. Oh, no, it makes sense yeah. for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, we had Adam Carolla on the show one time, and it was the worst interview ever. And the guy it's was true. like, the guy was actually kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, you know, I'd never want to play it. I never want to hear it. I never want to hear it again. Who was that guy? It was a really early, early interview on the show. Uh, he was with MTV, but then he went over to the podcasting world. Was oh, it MTV? I don't know. Are you talking about Jamie Kennedy? No, no, before Jamie Kennedy. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it's always like some guy. And I'm like, uh, and we asked, did you ever hear him? He's like, yeah, I heard of you. And we're like, yeah, right. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, of course I've heard of you. Like this, like the, like this shit, like the same shit that you hear from people in entertainment. Yeah, man, you're hilarious. I've seen all your stuff. No, you haven't. <laughs> no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Oh, fuck. What was his name? Now it's going to bug me. See, that's uh, be honest with you. I think that's why we need to get people on our show now, like famous folks, because I think if they actually told us shit like that, Rocket, I think you and I would actually call them out on it now. Because now that we're we're older and we're worn down by life, and we know that we're never going to be on fucking some, we're never going to be Howard Stern. We know that it doesn't matter. But if we, oh, is that true? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Rock. But if we ever over, that dream's officially over. Yeah, I'm not. If we do become house, I'm not living next to you in the Hamptons, okay? (laughs) Because my house, my house is going to be a little bit more raucous than your house. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to give your wife bad impressions of me. (laughs) He's 42 years old. Will he stop having fucking parties? Christ, grow up. (laughs) Uh, No. All right. Uh. Rachel, uh, no. By the way, seven one eight six nine zero ninety two ninety. The uh, winner of the four hundred fifty one million dollar Mega Millions jackpot rock. Guess how old? Oh. That, guess how old that motherfucker was? Oh, was he like in his tw- early twenties? He was twenty. Twenty years old. Twenty. He won two hundred eighty one million dollars. That's like the the cash payout or whatever. <sighs> That's crazy. Twenty years old. He's gonna be twenty one in May. 21 in May, he won $281 million. So I guess there's a little bit more tax taken out of that or whatever, but the kid's going to have a boatload of money. Like, he could just throw it in a bank and live off the fucking whatever, you know, the interest. That's crazy. Like, that's... 
Imagine having that. I don't even want, you don't even need to have that. Like if, even if I got like a couple million, well, I know a couple million dollars. I, I know somebody, I have a friend of mine who won the Powerball with 22 other people and got a million dollars out of it. And he yeah. won that when he was 23 and uh, he had a blast. <laughs> he had yeah, a blast sure. and he barely had a million dollars. I don't even think, I think he might've had like maybe 600,000 bucks, I think at the end yeah. of the day. Uh, but this kid, can you imagine? Can you imagine being 21 and getting handed that kind of money? Can you, this kid, this guy's going to be dead. <laughs> if he doesn't have a head on his shoulder and a good family, he's dead. He's dead. Nice. He's not going to be alive. This guy here is dead. He's dead. This, that, I would be terrified. I'd be excited as fuck, but I'd be terrified also to win that kind of money. Cause the thing even now, I, even now, are you I, talking about at that age? I think at that age, more more yeah. so at that age. But I think also more so at that age, I wouldn't realize the scariness about winning that kind of money. You know what I mean? I think I would be ignorant to it, and I I'd, I'd probably end up dead. But I think yeah. now, if I won that kind of money, I would be I, I would know I know exactly what to do with it. <laughs> nothing really. I would do nothing with it. I would just stick it in a bank. And live off whatever interest comes out of it. That's right, all I exactly. do, and just have exactly. money. I would. I wouldn't have a money. I wouldn't have a job. I would just live off the money that I won, and wouldn't even take any out of it. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, it would sure, just always sure. be there. You know. I think that would be the conservative way to go. You know. But that's it's like you, you. It is scary. I mean, you just thinking like you have to get like some sort of like you'd have to have a lawyer. You'd have a, have to have some sort of account just to. Right. That's a lot of money. That's a shit ton of money. That is a fucking that is that is fucking crazy. That's two chicks at the same time kind of money. It really is. Yeah. That's crazy. Any yeah, any pair of chicks will double up on a dude like you with that kind of money. You know what I'm saying? Unbelievable. What would you do with that money, Rock? Uh, 281 mil. <sighs> Bitcoin, bro. Bitcoin all day, every day. Quit, uh, quit podcasting. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's my dumb. Here, I move you back here and get, and build you a guest house, so you can do you can set up your little studio right. there. I'm a and I live my life, and then every Sunday I just like come to you and just like you could you be stuck in the guest house? Right. And I just come visit you in the I'm guest house. I'm the fucking pool guy. Rock does a podcast with. That's what I'd become. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn it. <laughs> hey, where's Kieran? Oh, he's in the pool house. Loser. <laughs> all you do is sit there and you wait for Sunday for me to come by. Right. It's all ready, Rock. You're ready to go. You ready, ready to go. go? Ready to fucking do my podcasting. <laughs> still, still there in my when I'm 65, still living there. <laughs> Haven't moved on. Nope. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but we'd be near each other again, Kieran. Come on. Yeah, no, I, uh, that is one thing I'd like to, before this fucking show ends, I'd like to do the show with you in the same place. <laughs> before we finally call it a day, I think that would be like a grand finale. Hey, Rock and I are in the same studio. Yeah. We're slowly turning into Kiss, though, with these uh, the show ending and then coming back. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I get it. Your, your reunion shitty show. <laughs> we get it. 
Oh, fucking Christ. By the I'd way, scared, uh, someone Marin in the chat room, I'd be scared of people coming after me from all directions. One of that's true, man. All of a sudden, some like cousin of a cousin of a cousin right. shows up at your front door, man. That's a, that's the other scary part of it. Call in, by the way, 718-690-9290. If you uh, won $281 million, what would you, yeah. what would you, what, what would, what would you do? What would you what do? Would be the first thing you do. What would the first thing? Oh, well, I get a fucking lawyer. <laughs> All right, yeah, the lawyer. I the lawyer is, and the accountant. Let's just say, like, and I would get a lawyer, so I wouldn't. I don't want to go accept the money. I want to get somebody else to represent me to go accept the money. I know. I know. I don't. I don't I understand these people who who publicly show their face and information. Like, do you legally have to do that? I think. I think you have to at least notify, like, allow them to. Do something. There, there's something on a on a lottery ticket that, by you purchasing it, um, illegally binds you to allow the the lottery to promote that this is the person that won. But right. I don't think you're legally bound to go and face go in front of cameras with the winning ticket and go, "Hi, I'm the guy yeah, that right, won." Right. You know, I think you can send somebody else to represent you. But your I name would not want to do that. No, no, I would not want to do that. It's like putting a fucking bullseye on your back. Exactly. I don't want to do that. with that fake big check like, hey, look at me, assholes. Jesus, I got no fucking money right now. And I still got dudes trying to sell me fucking solar panels on Long Island. People call me from New York. They're like, hey, we want to sell you solar panels. I'm like, how the fuck do you even know? I don't even live there. And I don't have money. <laughs> I don't even have a house there. I don't nothing. Like, why? I always get these random calls. I'm like. Can you imagine what, how many random calls I'd get if I had 281 million? God, that is some fucking tear it up pussy fucking kind of money, though. God, he's a fucking man. My type of jeez. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You just just do some simple investing, and suddenly you just you wouldn't even need to. But the thing is, you don't need 81 million dollars. You don't need to do any crazy investing. You know what you I'm don't. saying? Like you don't even have to go crazy. You need to stick it in a bank. Stick it, get it in the banking system, and that's it. Yeah, that's all you have to do because that, of the yeah, interest. That seven five percent will be enough. What what is what are those? Numbers? I want to kind of see what some of those. Are. So what do we say? Two hundred eighty one million. Let's just say isn't that like five million a year or something like that? A couple million. So how many zeros are in a, are in a million? Let's see. That's a. <laughs> all right, that's two hundred eighty one million, and let's say it's so like this. Yeah, point seven five percent. Just your standard savings account, right? So where's the percent sign? Oh, here it is. <laughs> Two million dollars. Two point one million dollars. Two point one million dollars is your interest. If payment? you threw it all in the bank, right? Uh huh. And you just put it in your standard savings account, and at point seven five percent interest uh, interest rate, which is very low. You're still making you're making two point one million every, a year every cycle. Just having it in there, not taking any money out. Just letting it sit there. Two point one million. There you go, idiots. There you go, people. Can you 2. imagine? Two point one million. So you let it sit there for. So think about this. Just think about this rationally, right? All you got to do is. So what? What? How is it? Every month? Yeah, every month, right? Point mm-hmm. seven five. Yeah, you get the interest every month. So all you have to do is last on whatever money you have in your in your pro, you know your prior life, if you will, for a month. And after one month, you can live an amazing life just on that one month of interest, right? Not even having touched any of your actual winnings, right? I had this discussion with my brother uh, when I was out in Texas because this 
uh, over over Christmas. He's like talking about it because I went in and I went to the Seven Eleven in Texas because I miss Seven Elevens because they don't really have them out here in Arizona. So they have them in Texas. So I went in one and I got myself a coffee and I bought a lotto ticket and I came out and I was like, wow, give the lotto's getting up there. And he's like, that's when he told me about what you should do with the money uh, if you win. He's like, just mm-hmm. stick it in the bank because that kind of money is stupid kind of money and you'd you'd make a couple million dollars a year just on the interest, just leaving it exactly. in there. Exactly. <laughs> so now, now Marin says something in the bank, in the, uh, in the chat room about FDIC and the guarantees only up to like a hundred thousand. Listen, you have an accountant. You're at this level of money. There are banks around the world that will happily. And I mean, oh, happily yeah. take that money in like some Swiss account or some shit. And, and again, I'm lowballing the interest rate. What if it, like, well, even if it goes up to like 0.8%, the savings, like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just crazy. Just crazy. Yeah, that's a like Kev was uh, my brother was telling me that that's how a lot of people live, like rich people. That's why they stay rich. They don't spend their fucking money. They live off the interest. They live well, but they're not like fucking out there, you know, on a fucking cigarette boat with like 20 strippers and fucking helicopter parked on the fucking yacht or don't whatever. Buy, don't buy a white Bengal tiger. Yeah, they're you not, know, they're not doing, doing that. that sort of shit. They're just, they're living a, up, you know, upper, upper class life. You, I mean, you, you drive a BMW, you have a fucking, you know, three bathroom house, you, you vacation, you know, once a year. That's like, what's wrong with that life? There's nothing wrong with that life. Nothing. nothing. It's, it's fucking great. And you still don't have to work. You yeah. know, just living your life. And just- then when it, towards the end of your life comes, maybe you have kids and stuff and now you can pay it forward. You can give, make their life better. You know, that's the way you do it. You don't just get fucking, you know, a 281 million and just start figuring out ways to fucking blow it. <laughs> you know, that's retarded. And you're going to end up dead probably because you're going to, you know, do drugs or you end up in a dangerous situation and get shot or something. Yeah. Well, although your tax bracket, so your taxes would definitely go up because now you're you're definitely in a different uh, yeah income tax bracket. So you got to take that in consideration. But again, you know. But if you have 281, you're gonna be living. If you don't do anything, you're still your lifestyle is gonna be completely different. You're gonna be happy if you just fucking chill the fuck out. So so are you on the bandwagon that money does bring happiness? Uh no. Well, yeah, yeah, it makes things easier. It makes it makes you worried about less shit if you're fucking doing it the right way. Right. You know what I mean? You know, because you know, there's people. I was thinking about this recently. It's like you know, the people who say like, "Oh, I don't need money to be happy." And I'm like, "That's no, not you true. Did. Fuck you you're did. not. Don't shut fun, up, you know. motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, shut yeah. Up. Or like you know, you know, those people. You know. I don't know. Uh, Money doesn't buy me happiness. Fuck yeah, yeah. all. Like those like really fit, you know, like those fit people on Instagram. Like, Ugh. you know, it doesn't matter what your body looks like. You are who you are. And that's what you should be happy. Like, Bullshit. shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. What are you fucking crying? And they're on like some beach in like the Caribbean and they're in like their two piece bikini and tone. I hate Stop the people it. on the Internet that try to break. The mold with some sort of quote. <laughs> I fucking hate them. Like, like, oh, by the way, the the, uh, the kid that won the four hundred fifty one million dollars. Uh, the New York Post did a write up, and he was one of those guys on the internet that would just post inspirational quotes. Oh, great! 
like like the word try is never in my life i just do or something you know like shut up you fuck (laughs) yeah i hate people i hate those motherfuckers and i follow them just for the fact that i love getting irritated by it like what the those, f- those people remind me of those shitty posters you used to see in the nineties of like a of like a ship in like a stormy ocean and it just says courage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and like you know some like uppity shitty boss has it behind them uh, i take the i take the road less traveled man right 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 not right really right you see like yeah right it's like that poster and like the road splits and one way's the city and the other one's just like barren land and you see the guy walking in the back i take the road less shut up you're not you're on twitter posting bullshit (laughs) shut up what are you (laughs) right Is that the road less traveled? Dick face is yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. There's about three billion people on that site. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hashtag who gives a shit? Yeah. Hashtag like you're just you're just sheep if you're doing that. Like quoting somebody else. Why would you quote somebody else? Like you didn't think of it. Ugh. I don't know. A cool teacher just said, try, God doesn't give you what you can't handle. Uh, thanks for cancer. Fuck you. <laughs> that's, wow. See, if, if cool teacher starts a quote uh, Twitter Wowie page. Kazowie. Uh, 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 that's the one I always go back to, though, because that was yeah, that was one quote I heard one time, and I I'm like, it stuck with me in my life. God doesn't give you... Whatever you can't handle. <laughs> he hasn't given me shit, so I just like can't handle anything. <laughs> uh, can't handle a girlfriend. I'll have one apparently, of those. Apparently, God felt like he needed to go easy on you uh, in uh, jail. He's like, eh, let's give him a good time. Uh, <laughs> this might be a little bit too much for the kid. Too much for the kid. Yeah. Uh, all right. I don't know. Rocking. I don't even know what we did today on the show, but no, oh, we talked about Patrice O'Neill. We we talking, are we talking about your jail? Oh, in jail. Yeah. Charity called no. in. Well, yeah, we learned. I learned about charity. Someone else. from. I'm curious to see who like, we meet next week on the show from your old Suffolk County days. I remember one time uh, I was at a, like, a house party with Tommy Gath and Charity when they oh, were no, dating. Did you guys have a three-way? No, they were dating. I, and uh, she said to me, like, did you just touch my ass? And I'm like, no, I don't ever remember touching her ass. <laughs> Karen, and then, no, uh, then it was like a thing and I was like Tom I didn't even touch her ass and he's like I know you probably didn't she probably just made it up <laughs> or something it was some weird thing it was like and I was like trying the whole night to prove that I didn't touch her butt and I think it just made it worse <laughs> yeah really how do you prove that without I don't know it? Yeah, exactly because I don't ever remember doing it I don't and I, I wasn't even bombed well uh, well I don't know <laughs> <laughs> retract that last statement yeah. let's just take that back uh yeah so there you go by the way thank you to all the fans all well, few Talk. of you out there but this is cool because of the social networking and stuff and whatever it's a little different than when rock and i used to do the show but if you're listening to the show and maybe you're listening to it live or 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 even on your podcast or whatever it's cool to see that folks some of the folks out there are like you know when they do those story things on instagram it's like the video and then they there's something always playing in the background well i've seen a few stories and there's there's like a show playing in the background, you know. It's kind of it's kind of yeah. cool. And uh, if you you know 
take pictures of the show, hashtag the show, hashtag uh, LR show, hashtag lunatic radio. Use all those hashtags uh, to help grow the show a little bit. Uh, and the more like folks we have listening to the program, the more fun we can have. You know, the interaction and stuff. And the more it's so funny because I was I was just this morning chatting with uh, Rooster old uh, and. Uh, yeah, he says, you know, he'll, he'll sometimes just throw, like, he'll cast it to the TV to watch us. I was like, man, like, that's such a cool aspect that we really didn't have years ago. People just kind of, from their phone, nonetheless, yeah, just, you know, hit the button and, and boom, it's on their TV. And they could just watch it, there, which makes it a lot easier for people, you know, because they don't want to necessarily just look on their phone and, you know. So. Well, Char- Charity was just saying that in the, in the chat room feedback. I saw it. It was too long. of She wrote, like, a paragraph. So I was like. Now I can't fucking read that because it'll take me it five minutes. It'll kill. The, it'll kill the moment. But she said in one of her uh, chat room feedbacks that she like took it from her phone and casted it to her Apple TV. Where mm-hmm. I, where I look like a, yeah, pretty crazy. That technology, you know, you got the hashtags. And technology, you got your, man. Uh, Technology's a motherfucker. It's a real. Oh, uh, yeah, Rachel's saying every time he's not working during the show, we cast it on our TV. So that's nice. Yeah. See, I gotta figure that out. I don't know if I have one of them good TVs. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I like to cast a little yes porn please up onto my uh my my. You uh, want to see here? Yeah, you could like you, you could like just flick it onto your big TV. Could I do that? What we gotta do is get um the I think the cheapest way would just be to get like a Google Chromecast. They're like thirty five bucks. You know what's really disturbing? Every time I get in my fucking car in the morning, um. When I turn it on and a stereo comes on, it shows me the link of porn I've watched the pre- previous night. <laughs> like, like, what? like because of the Bluetooth, it, the Bluetooth. And, oh, it, yeah. it's a media file. It's a media file. So it'll show like fucking, you know, www.fuckingxxbunker.com slash fucking milf seduction, whatever. <laughs> Some shit. <laughs> I don't know, like, it's the first thing that pops up in the morning when I look at my TV when I, or my uh, my radio in my car trying to get the fucking local news. That's <laughs> fucking humble. Well, that's where your life's at. You, you breathalyze it or start the car and check it out what you watched last night. <laughs> that's where you're at. Thank God it's not a terrible thing. combination. I know. And as soon as those, uh, as soon as cars are able to play video, I'm sure they are. Uh, I would imagine that little just porn will just start playing in my car. <laughs> uh, which is illegal, I think. <laughs> cool teacher. Hashtag the best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. Uh, blow me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, is that really a quote? The God, best preparation. Just shitty quotes. Uh. Uh, the internet is full of people with shitty. Co- I am sick and tired of them. Oh, I hate them. I hate. I hate like all the pretty people that leave these inspirational quotes. Like, like they're gonna change me. I hate them because anyone that buys it, they're literally paying for it because all they are is just advertising machines. They're just out to make money. Period. They're just advertising machines out oh, there. Oh, man. <laughs> hold on. Uh. I know I'm going to uh, somebody's site who does it. Oh, I got somebody. Somebody we know. Yeah. Oh, does it all the fucking time. (laughs) It drives me crazy. Really? Oh, now I'm excited. Let me see. Let me see. I'm curious to see see if you've got any good ones. 
Who 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 could this be? Somebody we know. Some folks. Uh, I'm trying to. Like you're going on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, I, don't, I don't see any good quotes yet. She's just retweeting a lot. Oh, lately. it's a she. Oh, oh, wait. I think I might know. You know who it is. Uh, I feel like you mentioned this in the past. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. We all have a choice on who we decide to become as a result of our experiences in life. We aren't limited <laughs> to being simply reactionary. Like, ugh, that's not really Stop one. it. <laughs> Shut up. Sounds like words. Uh, yeah. She just retweets fucking shit that people say. Hey, people with inspirational quotes. Shout out to the pain that gave me understanding. <laughs> Just infuriating shit. Ugh. Millennials. <laughs> Fucking assholes. <laughs> Get over yourselves. God. What was the last thing? It's not just millennials. Anyone trying to make a dime on the internet. Why would she retweet this? What was the last thing that made you cry? Why would you even retweet that? (laughs) What is retweetable about that? Somebody explain to me. Explain to me what that fucking is. I don't understand young people. You're getting more and more retarded. I was completely retarded when I was a younger person in my 20s. I can't imagine being even more retarded than I was. But you people are fucking blowing me out of the water. I remember Rock when I'm older than Rocket by fucking how many years? Four? Five? Something like that? Yeah, I think I remember when I was in my mid-20s, Rocket was like a baby. He was like 17. He's going, dude, you're retarded. I'm going, I know you're right, but I'm still going to be retarded. I'm going to keep on going on this retard thing, journey. Cool thing just keeps on putting shitty inspirational quotes in the chat room. Don't stress. Wait, 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 here's my hair. Don't call it a dream. Call it a plan. Can you, get, can you play? You can't play anything over there, can you? No. Hold on. I'm going to get some inspirational music. Inspirational music, which is how we end the show. I'll just read it. Let's see. Uh, six hours of epic inspirational music here we go six hours oh can't wait right, here we go i'm gonna go back to the twitter uh, i'm just reading all this somebody's twitter uh instead of complaining about your circumstances get busy and create some new ones Ugh. uh uh a rabbit hole will teach you a few things just got to be sure you know how to find your way out when it's time like terrible. Are these even just sound shit? Just stupid. Just like words strung together. Everyone, everyone else can't see, can't be on the same wave, same wavelength as you all the time. So that's not how it works. You got to learn to accept that. <laughs> like who doesn't know that? One year equals three hundred sixty-five days of opportunities. Oh God. <laughs> He's a great cool teacher. Mistakes are proof that you're trying. Ugh. Uh, trust the universe so much that you don't give a fuck. What does that mean? All right, that's not a quote. <laughs> Is that just somebody retardedly trying to make a quote? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we can only begin to clean up our emotional messes when we recognize that what caused them in the first place. Yes. 
guest, I know. Right. Who who doesn't know these things? <laughs> this person sucks. You like the uh It's very uh Gimme one more. Give me one more. I just I'm trying to find one that will make me just get douche chills and I'm not I'm not seeing it. Oh by the way, all these all these quotes I'm <laughs> all these quotes I'm reading are coming from a guy who's uh Whose Twitter handle is called Unwasted Mind. Ugh. Unwasted. The. Ugh. Let me see if I can find one. All right, here's one that will drive you nuts. Oh yeah. Very short. Time is a state of mind. Oh fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, time is a state. Time is a state of mind, though. I'm grateful for all the things I might still... Oh, wait. I'm grateful for all the things I'm still ungrateful for. Is this them? I just want to shoot myself. Fuck, it makes me want to just... Fuck. Gun to chin. Gun to chin. I hope after this person tweets something, time is a state of mind. This sound comes from the fucking bedroom of their oh, their, their mom's nice. house. Just, just. Time is a state of mind. Share. Share. <laughs> oh God. All right, I had enough. Yeah, I've had enough too. All right, let's play this and go home. I'm already home. <laughs> Don't look back. You're not going that way. Thank you, GPS. <laughs> That's coming from Cool Teacher. On fire tonight. On fire. Uh, all right, thank you everybody for checking out the lunaticradio.com show. Follow us on Instagram at lunaticradio, on Twitter at lunaticradio. We don't retweet emotional tweets or inspirational tweets. Thank you, Rocket. Oh, thank you, Kieran. And uh, that's it. We're fucking done. See you later. You got any last yes. words? Thank you, everybody. Rocket Radio Hour coming on in in, in, in thirty. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. He's going to bed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you to everybody listening in the chat room we see you all there thank you to cool teacher for beating cancer because without you we'd have no uh reason to do this show because no one cares about it as much as you do there you go that's all i got uh see you folks later bye see ya Lunaticradio.com